Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Let's talk about... Flaky, buttery, delicious, delicious. buttery, melt-in-your-mouth biscuits. Mm, uh Uh-huh. For breakfast. For breakfast. For lunch. lunch, And dinner. And and if you're feeling really naughty. A midnight snack. A midnight snack. (laughs) Those flaky layers (laughs) just melting in your mouth. That's right. That's right. We are talking about Tudor's Biscuit World. That's right. Tudor's Biscuit World. (laughs) Not an official sponsor. No. And I'm not gonna be, not of the Mary Tudors either. <laughs> not of the Mary Tudors. <laughs> Tudors Biscuit World is a thing that's like I only saw like in West Virginia, but I also saw it maybe a little in Virginia. I think it was in Virginia too. But outside of Virginia and West Virginia, haven't knows, seen them. Maybe. All right. If you are, because some of you have made yourselves known to us, and we love it when people are like, oh my God, that's my home park. Or right, like, right, that's, right. I live in West Virginia, right? Okay. We want to know your take on Tudor's Biscuit World because mm-hmm. we enjoyed it. Right. I mean, we the enjoyed were great. the biscuits. Right. I mean, we only ever, like, we also got some hat merchandise. We did. We got a hat because <laughs> I was like, well, we got a hat for our, our friend Brian. Yeah. For Brian, who was on this trip with us, who we'd gone into a Tudor's to, like, Go on the, the way bathroom. to Virginia, I think. Yeah, we'd gone in there to go to the bathroom, and we were like, "Oh, and we'll get biscuits while we are in here." And those biscuits are just like all butter, just butter. Just butter. Brian had seen a hat in there, and I was like, "And he was like, I might get a hat," and then he didn't get a hat. Right. So then later, when we went back to New River Gorge, mm-hmm. we got a hat, which we then put into a white elephant <laughs> at we Christmas. Did that Brian ended up winning anyway? Brian got it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what my favorite thing says? What? Getting a gift for someone specific and then putting it into like a dirty Santa or a Yankee swap <laughs> to make them work for uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mm-hmm. love that stuff. <laughs> because like, then it's a real, then it's work really for a my game. love. Because <laughs> I like, I like a game of dirty Santa or mm-hmm. what, it, what did you call it? White elephant? White elephant. Yeah. That, Yankee um, swap. Yankee what have sw- you. Whatever. That has stakes. Mm-hmm. We, so can I tell you, I always feel like there's like a dark hole of boredom when people have to explain the rules of <laughs> Yankee Swap uh-huh. or like some kind of... Yeah, or like, swap like Christmas time. That game. is, I, I just sort of, I'm like, you know what? I am. There's no way to explain this as simple. Mm-mm. No. You tend to be the person who explains game rules. You don't say. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Sister Rulebook herself? Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? Why? Fairness. <laughs> Fairness. It's like... Mm-hmm. And you like rules. Uh-huh. And to be in control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We could unpack that more. Oh, honey. We, we could unpack that there more. There is a cordage of luggage that we could unpack for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, no, I'm like, rules are important when it comes to games like that, especially when it comes to swapping things. Right. Because we want fairness. I am really impressed, especially when it comes to a Yankee swap or something like that, when it's like sometimes people play like if the like the third person right. that has the gift mm-hmm. or like or the third time you have the yes. guess something like that and like 
I'm always like... You can't... It's a dead gift at that point. I, I think am, it's... Yeah, it's the third time the gift is stolen. But this is what I mean. Yeah. Like, th- I'm like, I'm checked out already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... This is when I'm like sitting over there with my sort of holiday adult beverage. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just somebody tell me what it is. <laughs> Don't tell, what, tell me when to go. And I'm, 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 you know, I love a game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is the game that is played very often. Mm-hmm. But has like... Low stakes. No, no. I think it actually has like a, like a novel length oh, of rules. rules. Mm. There are a lot of rules. Yeah. Like, it's hard to play that game simply and not be talking about rules yeah. like every three yeah. minutes. Yeah. But you're happy to do that. I know you are. <laughs> I, am. I have the primer for you. <laughs> what has, Read it. <laughs> what has been your favorite gift you've ever gotten at a Yankee Swap? Well, to be honest, I haven't really done that many of them. Oh. The last one that we did for Christmas, mm-hmm. I got some lovely, lovely reusable, um, like, um, wrap for... Like oh yeah, that's right. Stuff. Like a beeswax wrap. Got it. That's right. Sustainability, folks. I ended up getting game. a little, um, a tiny little uh, cast iron. Oh, you did like a one egg pan. Yeah, but it, it's not a. Pan. It was deep though. Yeah, like a deep dish egg pan. Like a deep dish egg. Like I could <laughs> right. make a a tiny little deep dish a tiny pizza. little quiche mm-hmm. in it if I wanted mm-hmm. to. <laughs> a little quiche. <laughs> a tiny little quiche. Mm-hmm. Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky, don't wake the sun There's so much to be done, and the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real, you can feel You can open your eyes, and open your heart when you get at the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you We would like to acknowledge that while hiking and visiting the land also known as New River Gorge National Park, that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Manitan, Yuchi, Shawanwaki, Shawnee, and Tutelo peoples. Last we left off, we had just explored the area known as Sandstone Falls after taking a very, very lengthy drive um, That's right. over this part of the park from where we were staying. Um, we did the Little Islands Trail and also just were able to kind of like explore the boardwalk, explore the falls, and had like a lovely little adventure. This was our first time out with Shay in the park. We knew that when we were out, we wanted to really try to basically find another trail that was going to be close and do something that was a little bit more, like a little bit more trail, like a, a little less just boardwalky. This was in our spring adventure with Brian and Tino. Mm-hmm. We had done Sandstone Falls as well with Brad and Grandma Joy and Jess and Evan and Williams, Evan Williams yep. the dog. Mm-hmm. But this day that we're talking about right now was with Brian and Tino in the spring of 2021. So while there are some hikes in this section of the park, honestly, the Big Branch Trail is sort of the most accessible from the trails of Sandstone Falls, like from that area. We essentially have to get back in the car and drive a little bit down Route 26 to get to that trailhead. Having Shay with us, we wanted to make sure that we could make the most of our time in the park without having to drive all the way back to where we were staying, the cabin, and drop him off. So the Big Branch Trail, since it was literally on the way out, you know, as we exited Sandstone Falls, we would pass by it. We thought this would be the most obvious choice. Right, and kind of optimal for us too. This is definitely a trail we knew we were going to need to have a little bit more gear for because when we were on the boardwalks of Sandstone Falls, we really didn't take anything with us um, because it was very kind of like flat and simple. And if we would have forgotten something while we were at Sandstone Falls, it would have been a three-minute walk back to the car to get whatever we would need. Right. So we got into our boots this time because I think we were mostly all in sneaks when we were walking around the falls. Got our bags and 
got ourselves set up and we made sure that Shay was very well secured. And um, if you're joining us for the first time in these episodes, Shay is um, our friend Brian and Tino's dog, who is a beagle. That's mm-hmm. right. Shay is the beagle who has a sort of black and white bespeckled coat with like patches of brown, mm-hmm. but has black ears mm-hmm. and has a disposition that I would I would say is on first sight a little bit melancholy. Mm-hmm. But as you get to know him, you understand that that is just what he looks like when he's feeling at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. In order to park for this trail, you actually park across the road from the trailhead, like on the side of the river. There's like a little pull-off kind of parking lot there. There's like a signpost that's there. Essentially, the trailhead is just across the road. The trail itself is a two-mile loop, but we definitely knew from looking at it that we were going to have some gain here. For the most part, up until this point, we had had a pretty easy go of it in the park. I would say Sandstone Falls is pretty flat. Long Point wasn't too bad. The most gain we had was on the Canyon Rim Boardwalk. That's true. <laughs> going back up, essentially. As far as incline goes, yeah. that was mm-hmm. where we had mm-hmm. the most. Mm-hmm. So we park on the side next to the river and we cross the street to get to the trailhead. And pretty immediately, we are greeted with a signboard that has some information about spring wildflowers and also some basic trail information. We could see that we were going to loop. We could see where the loop was going to happen. The trail itself was headed kind of immediately a slightly uphill. Right. Looking back on it, we did the trail in reverse from what is recommended, but I actually can't imagine doing it the other way. And I'm really glad that we did it the way that we did it, because at least in the spring when we were there, we were able to see so much going up. I can't imagine doing that going down. I totally agree. Yeah. I think it was better to go the way that we went, Mm -hmm. and that would be the way I would want to do it again. Yeah. Especially when it comes to all of the stuff you see that is coming up ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Which we will get to in a few. Yeah. The initial first quarter of a mile of the trail was along the road. So we're slowly gaining elevation throughout a little at a time as we're going up and coming away from the road and going uphill. Something I remember about the weather this day was that it was sunny, but it was a little bit brisk. Mm -hmm. So it was enough to have a jacket on. Yeah. But going up this uphill did remind me, oh, okay, I'm starting to sweat now. Yeah. I'm going to have to take off some layers. Glad I had layers on. Yeah. Brian and Dusty were sort of in front with Shay and I was in the back with Tino, which is like not typical. Like I feel like I'm usually like the forefront of the hiking, but you guys were just chatting away up top. And Tino and I, Tino was taking some photos. So we were just chatting about, I remember talking to him about photography and like his camera and the camera body he had and sort of all those sort of things. Because that's something that I had done when I was in college. I had done a lot of darkroom photography. I had taken photography classes and definitely stepped away from it. So it was nice to have someone to like have that conversation with on the trail and just to kind of like geek out and kind of like gear out on. Um, And I think, you know, it was a good conversation for the both of us to have. What I remember about the landscape of this trail as we were starting was that it was the first time I felt like we were really in growth that was all around us. Yeah, it felt very springy. Very springy. There were patches of green that were really starting to poke through. And the green was bright, Mm -hmm. vibrant green that was emerging out of these sort of muted browns Mm -hmm. and muted tan colors, like the brown of the wood and the brown of the uh, the dead leaves. Yeah. It really seemed like we were on this trail right in the middle of a turning point for the whole, for spring. Yeah. We definitely crossed some small streams initially on the trail. So maybe they were some rills or some brooks. But for the most part, it's pretty dry, um, even though the day before there had been a pretty decent amount of rain, which was kind of a surprise, especially because we were in the woods that the trail itself didn't feel too muddy because I think the whole area was just drenched the day before. I mean, we arrived in the rain, so... Yeah, it was not a muddy trail this day. And I was grateful for that. Yeah. As we continue walking on, we can start hearing more water coming. Yeah. And someone had mentioned, I believe this Big Branch Trail had been recommended to us, right? Wasn't By the it? ranger? It might have been a ranger recommendation. I'm pretty the... sure it was a ranger recommendation. And I'm pretty sure they mentioned that waterfalls were a thing. Mm-hmm. So that, I know, got me excited. Mm -hmm. I think all of us were excited at the idea of seeing waterfalls, hiking near waterfalls. And so the sound of rushing water 
could be heard very easily from up ahead. Right. Not that far up ahead either, because it's not much longer <laughs> that we start walking that we hit a gigantic stream. This is basically a river at this point. It's not a stream anymore. And it is rushing. Where the trail hits the river, it seems essentially impossible for us to cross. And here's the thing. We needed to cross the river. Um, There wasn't really a trail on this side. Like, the thing to do is to cross the river. (laughs) Cross the river to get to the trail that was on the other side of this river. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at it from our perspective, but also are thinking about it from a small dog's perspective. It would be a real trick for us at this point to try to cross the river right here where the trail leading up from the trailhead ran us into it. What I had to do was sort of take the lead and I jogged up the river on the side that we were on to see if there was a better spot for us to cross. And I ended up finding an area that had some logs and rocks They didn't seem 100% solid, but they seemed like they were crossable for sure. And it did seem a little less turbulent at this point in the river. What we're dealing with right now in this moment is we're dealing with the fact that all five of us, including Shay, have to cross this river. Shay is um, a very precious dog with a very tender heart who... Who has come alive in the nature. Like he is in a way that is I've never, (laughs) I had never seen before. However, this rushing river made him very skittish. Mm-hmm. This could have easily turned into too many cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. kind of situation. But something that I love about the dynamic of the four of us mm-hmm. when we're traveling together is that that I feel like is like an unspoken thing that all of us are aware of. Mm-hmm. That if someone's stepping up to solve a problem, we let them. Mm-hmm. Versus like, no, let me, let me, let me. No, like that's not really happening. So you had sort of taken the lead of trying to find the easiest way to cross this river yeah. that made the most sense for us and also for Shay. Mm-hmm. So I was the one to make the initial crossing and sort of beta test it for everybody to make sure that it was okay. Um, and so we could all sort of get a sense of what it was going to be like. I'm definitely glad, A, that I had waterproof boots on. Um, and B, that even though I didn't step in the water that much, they were there because there was definitely some some wetness that was happening on this day, for sure. There was no yes. way to avoid it. Yeah, you, we were going to have to step into water yeah. some way. Yeah. And so you make the next crossing of the river afterwards. And then it sort of is time to get Brian, Hino, and Shay across. And this, again, we were kind of like, I think in my head, I was like, all right, well... If they can't cross, then we're basically done. <laughs> we're not going to. We're hike done. We're going to yeah. cross back, yeah. and then we'll we're going to we're going to turn we'll around and we'll go out. home. Yeah, or maybe we'll be able to go up mm-hmm. the other way and mm-hmm. like do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But what was very clear in this moment was that there were a couple of things. One, it's clear how terrified Shay was in the idea of like coming near this rushing water at all. Mm -hmm. You could see how afraid he was. But there was also, I think Brian and Tino both wanted to take this moment to allow Shay to face the fear. Mm -hmm. They didn't want him to have to depend on them in order to face the fear. Mm -hmm. And I recognized, I think we both recognized this moment really quickly that, okay, this is, we're investing in this, Mm -hmm. in a learning moment for, for Shay to perhaps... Shay, who is a very timid, precious, sweet, reserved animal to face a fear to cross the stream. Mm -hmm. So Brian crosses the river first (laughs) and he takes Tino's bag um, and other supplies. They sort of get handed across. So now Dusty, Brian and I are across the river. I'm sort of standing up on the ridge because we have to, like, after crossing, have to find the trail, which is up a little bit. You're kind of down closer to the river, and Tino is holding Shay on the other side. Brian is... So Shay has a harness on. He's harnessed basically the entire time we were in the park. And a leash. And a leash, yeah. And Brian and Tino are really trying to figure out the best way to get Shay across the river. And this takes some time. There were some attempts that 
definitely do not go well. (laughs) And not in a way that like anyone's going to get hurt or there's going to be any sort of problem with someone falling in the water. But it just was like the handoff was not working because basically Shay was being picked up and then they were using the harness to try to like pass him essentially as like something that was grippable that wasn't going to hurt Shay. That was something that was able to be gripped. It's clear that Shay is very excited to be on this trail, but in this moment, he's very nervous. And as Brian is reaching for Shay, he kind of skirts the water a little bit in the handoff. And with that, let's take our first break. We're playing The Vault. The Vault. It's been a while. It has been, but I love this game. Mm -hmm. Okay, The Vault is the game where, well, since you're so good at explaining rules, (laughs) go for it. Where three things are placed in the vault um, in a category um, that will be protected and everything else is gone forever. Yes. Yeah. Great. Gone forever. So Never to be seen or heard from again. Do we have a sort of theme for our categories Mm, this time? Or are we just coming up with... I'm so sorry. I spaced there for a moment. Um, We're recording right now in my... um, in my kitchen and over to the left I have with my cookbooks I have on a stand uh, Anthony's Let's Do Dinner Mm -hmm. so I got lost a little in his eyes there (laughs) since we're approaching fall or in fall great um, I need you to name three soups that you will put in the vault okay and all other soups will be gone forever now that we're in soup weather this is how i live my life until weather until it's april from well end of september to april i sustain on soup if you were ever to create a cookbook Mm -hmm. i think it should be called soup weather (laughs) yeah all right all right all right so three soups three soups Okay, the first soup that I am going to put in there is the soup that my grandmother used to make. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it's like a vegetable soup, but it's okay. like, I think, made with chicken stock. But it's a, vegetable, <laughs> it's a vegetable soup, and it has these little, like, beady, like... Uh, Pastini? I don't know if that's what it's orzo? called. But we call it... It's not orzo, but it's like... Um, it's this little beady pasta. Mm-hmm. Like it might looks, be pastini or like it's a little ball. I know what you're talking yeah. about, but I forget so, the name of it. Um, sometimes we called it like chicken and stars. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's anyway, pastini. Pastini. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was that, but mm-hmm. it had a lot of vegetables in it. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that in there. Listen, chicken noodle soup ain't going anywhere. <laughs> that is staying forever and mm-hmm. always because I love, 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 mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. And then finally, oh, I'm sorry. I have to do it. Tomato soup. Yeah. Classic tomato soup. Oh, my God. Dipper grilled cheese. Let me... That is literally where I was going. Brain (laughs) share, obviously. You're my sister. Mm -hmm. You knew that. I did. But when... You know, some people are like... They talk about comfort food. Mm -hmm. For me, comfort food. If I am, like, ill and need to feel better and, like, feel like there's hope, (laughs) then I'm going to get some tomato soup and make a grilled cheese and dip it in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And that makes the world right. It does. This it is does. a hard category for me. I, I know, just want you to know. Also, I feel like my sort of answers are very classic, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I stand by them 100%. You are so good at making soup. And you make soup in a way that is like, I'm just going to say it. Whenever I eat your soup, I feel like warm and welcomed mm. and taken care of. It's all the arsenic I'm putting in. That's it. right. So, there uh-huh. you go. I feel like I have to go with like a very folly butternut squash. Like that ain't going mm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like cuz I feel like that's a versatile soup and you can do a lot with it and yes. like make it your own and like do like spectacular things. Then I feel like I was really thinking tomato basil too, but I think I'm going to the acid there is just going to destroy me. So there is a really great soup that is a like sausage kale. Just like I know exactly what you're talking about. Delicious soup. You've made this before. It's so good. It's like, um, like Italian sausage. Yeah. Right. And it's like the pull apart sausage Yeah, and kale. And there's also, is there some cheese in it or there's something? I forget what else is in it, but it's really, really good. It's like the most savory. Yes. And then I feel like there is a very good soup that is, it's called, I think it's called yellow broth. 
and it's made with oatmeal. Like oatmeal is like oh. kind of what the thickener is. Stop it. And it's okay, uh, got spinach in it. And it's very good. It's That's like a stick to your kind of ribs kind of meal. So yeah, those are kind of... Those hit the spot for me. The, my a close runner-up is the a very great, like easy, like black bean um, tortilla fire roasted tomatoes. Oh soup. yeah, oh yeah. So I'm gonna put a fourth thing in there. So, oh, I look can. at you. Okay, look at I that. feel like I want to put a fourth thing in there okay. now too. Oh, this is some old like uh, comfort food, but matzo ball soup. Oh yeah, I'm putting that in there yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so we're in this moment of handoff. So Brian is able to grab Shay despite his panic. And by his panic, we mean Shay's panic. Mm-hmm. I think there was some panic on dad's part. Oh, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, this was a circumstance where you were standing up basically on the trail. Mm-hmm. I'm standing a little in front of you. And I'm like, there is nothing I can do to help. Mm-hmm. I have to just stand here and like... Watch. Watch. Mm-hmm. Be here in case something goes totally hay- haywire mm-hmm. and we got to pick somebody up who's fallen, mm-hmm. right? But I do think that everybody is definitely a little bit freaked out. Yeah. But the handoff does finally happen. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, I remember like there is a moment where Shay has to get his feet wet to get from Tino to Brian. Mm-hmm. It happens. Shay gets to the other side. Tino walks right across the stream with no problem. Mm-hmm. And then we all gather together up onto the trail. Mm-hmm. And Shay is again a pig and shit. <laughs> He's okay. like, nothing phased him at all. Like the trauma was immediately gone. Can I say, from that moment on, he became like an invincible dog. Oh, yeah. The leash was taut yeah. the whole time because yeah. Shay was like aggressively Pulling. running. Yeah. To like see what was yeah. next and keep going and yeah. like I was like he's our leader now yeah yeah Brian and Tino were very proud papas in this moment they were yes. like look at he's conquered a fear like he is like super excited to explore um, the rest of this and I will say that Brian and Tino are both energetically very connected to Shay yes so they could feel it mm-hmm. this is where we like I mean we were a considerable distance from where we should have crossed where it was impossible for us to cross the bottom. But this is where all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's the real elevation gain, girls. Madame Elevation has come. Get ready. Home to roost. Um, Because this side of the river was not playing around. It's not all right away, and it's very gradual at first, but there are some much bigger shifts that are happening um, here and there as we're headed up trail. This section of the trail is pretty rocky. It's also fairly mossy. So we're getting some of that beautiful green moss growing on a lot of these gray boulders that are to the right and left. And often to the left were larger boulders Mm -hmm. sort of making a wall. Mm -hmm. It felt walking up this side that we're on a trail to the left is a sort of a little bit of a higher wall Mm -hmm. that led into more forest, more green coming through. And then to the right was the river or the stream. And yeah. this, while this is not New River, this is a tributary flowing into New River. Mm-hmm. And so it would be downhill if you were to like sort of stumble off of the trail to right. the right. This first long stretch that we're on is pretty flat with a gradual rise. And eventually there gets to be a lot more elevation along the way. We do definitely do a lot of stopping and talking and taking it all in and taking photos. As we're headed up the stream, there are a lot of smaller waterfalls along the way. There's also lots of downed trees. The stream becomes much less wide up here and much less aggressive. And it's also very apparent at points of it, it's much shallower. Like it doesn't feel as deep as where we had to cross before. So we come across a section of the trail that is uh, washed out, and we actually have to cross again to the right side of the river, Mm -hmm. which felt hilarious at this point because this was like Shay just went boop right over it. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it was very easy to do Mm -hmm. that. And I was like, wow, look at that. (laughs) Ain't it something? Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, this was quite less intense. We still tried to have to find like the best spot for Mm -hmm. particularly Shay to get over, but also for the rest of us too. In order to do that, we, instead of crossing at this washout, we climb the ridge a little bit on our left um, to the left of the stream to find a much tighter section of the stream. And it's a much easier crossing for him once we get there. Brian crossed it first, then Tino and Shay, and then you and I. Yeah. 
this would not be the only time we would have to cross this river or stream in this uh, journey that we were on today. Yeah, surprise. I don't think we anticipated so much river crossing. Correct. I also think, too, that obviously this is a trail that is based in the seasons. So um, I'm sure at some other points, this river is more of a trickle and it is easier to cross where you need to cross. But since we were here in the spring and things were melting and there had been a lot of rain, I think we were having a lot more difficulty at points because the river was wider, more rapid, and there was more volume to it. You know, we have to walk through some washed out um, areas, but they're very shallow on the section of the trails. This is not wash out in the river. This is like wash out on the actual trail, but it's easy enough for us to cross and with our waterproof boots and, you know, and Shay's pads, he's easy enough to cross over this. We finally get to our first major waterfall. Which was great because it was something like we could see it was coming up. Mm -hmm. We knew that there were going to be waterfalls because at this point in time, we were all talking. We were like, aren't there supposed to be waterfalls on this trail? Where are they? Like, we know there's water flowing. We just haven't seen waterfalls. And then, Mm ta-da, come upon the first one. We're able to kind of get out. Like, I was able to get into the middle of the stream because it was kind of shallow or there were rocks or logs to step on. So I could get some photos in the middle of the stream of the waterfall. And it was beautiful. It's not a very big waterfall. It wasn't very high, but it was nice to see. After we get up past this waterfall, we have to cross the stream again. (laughs) So again, this is the theme here for today. Crossing streams. Mm -hmm. There are some bigger rocks to step for this crossing. Again, Brian is crossing, then Tino and Shay with some assist, and then the two of us across. There are some more rapid falls at this point on the journey. And then despite the difficulty of crossing here at the spring, it is so beautiful at this moment in time. This is where I really feel like this trail comes, reveals itself Mm -hmm. in a way that is incredibly memorable. Now we're entering into this area where we're between waterfalls. We're about to encounter more and more waterfalls. Mm -hmm but you can see how the lushness around in the... The nature. The fl- in the nature, fauna. in the vegetation, yeah. in the fauna around. The flora, I guess. In the flora around, yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, is starting to soak up all of this, the water that mm-hmm. is around it and how it's being reflected in the green colors yeah. of its leaves. Yeah. We reach another set of waterfalls, not much further up the trail. Up ahead after the set of falls, we can see the waterfall at the head of the river. And so this was mm-hmm. the most, one of the most incredibly beautiful waterfalls mm-hmm. I think we have ever seen. You know what? I think what made it so spectacular, it's not an incredibly high waterfall, but we were able to get very close to it when we were able to get up there. There is an incredibly beautiful view from this point in the trail as we're pretty high above the falls. What ends up happening is that you, Tino, and I decide, you know what? We're going to get down there because like we can see we're basically at almost the peak of the trail where we're going to be at our highest elevation right before the head of the waterfall. But we can see down to the pool that the waterfall is rushing into. The three of us were like, you know what? It's really slick. It's really steep. It's kind of like a straight downhill, but we're going to climb down. This is where it was muddy. This is where we encountered the muddiness of the trail, which we had not encountered really up until this point. And thank God we had poles because I don't know how we would have actually gotten down or back up without them. Absolutely. They were a lifesaver Mm -hmm. at this moment. I also think it's important to mention up to this point, and I think for the rest of it, we did not see any other humans. Oh, there was no one on this trail. No one. We were the only people on this trail. Yeah. And this is like not even that late. It's like early afternoon, if that. Two o'clock, yeah, if maybe. That. Yeah. I remember feeling like so grateful that all of us were obviously finally together. Mm-hmm. Something we talked about for a long time, but that we were here and that Shay was excited to be there and that this waterfall was just so spectacular. And like being able to get close to it was so special. Mm-hmm. So... 
we highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I can't really imagine what it would be like to do this trail if it were very busy and like there were a million people. Right. Or down if it in was a much drier time of the year. Like I'm yeah. curious if we had gone when we were there, Brad and Grandma Joy, what it would have been like at that time of the year, you know, it just even to pop on flowing, it for a minute. Yeah. But who knows? Um, there's so much moss at the bottom. Like when we climb down, it is like mossy fairy tale waterfall. Can I just say, Scudic Peninsula? There moss. is <laughs> yes, Scudic Peninsula of Acadia moss, mm-hmm. which is hard to yeah. achieve. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more beautiful to me than a giant boulder covered in green moss. Mm-hmm. A giant gray boulder. That's your aesthetic. <laughs> it is my aesthetic for the outdoors, at mm-hmm. least. I don't want moss inside, but outside, yes, please. This is beautiful, but also very slick. (laughs) So we spent a decent amount of time at the base here, just kind of taking it in. Brian and Shay are hanging out at the top, just like taking a break, enjoying themselves. And we, all three of us have to make this slickish climb back up. There's definitely like a little bit of slipping that's happening, but eventually we do get back up to the top with little, like no one's injured by any means, but little slips here and there. Um, And we have just like this nice moment to regroup with the five of us and it's just so sunny and lovely up here and refreshing it's so incredible you know like dusty was just saying to have been able to do this with our friends was one of the most special things in the world and with that let's take our second break ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage alicia collar okay alicia collar is Mm -hmm. something is a name that came up when we were at New River Gorge mm-hmm. because we kept talking about Leishas so mm-hmm. much. And I think we said Alicia. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, Alicia Collar would mm-hmm. be so much fun as a name because it's a joke on like a collar and a leash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's like Tony Collette in in her shoes. She's a dog walking queen. <laughs> she's a dog walking she queen. Is, I like it. And I think a lot of her, her style is informed by dog costumes <laughs> like or, i feel like yes. do- our dog petticoats like you know dogs that wear coats like dog rain jackets like oh. i feel like this is like she has a line that is very similar there's also like her neckwear and her bracelets are made of leashes and co- like oh collar i like that like, i like that she is um she's leaning in and well, leaning in hard. Do you think she works with like Dolly Parton who just released like a line of wigs for dogs? I sh- I think she might. I mm-hmm. think she might. Mm-hmm. Um or she's a rival. <laughs> see, I think Alicia Collar actually works with live dogs like uh, in her show. Mm-hmm. And all of the dogs that she works with are available for adoption and they're in drag. <laughs> and the dogs are in drag. The dogs are in drag. And too. if you adopt the dog, you get the dog and the drag. She's an ASPCA queen. That's right. There we go. That's right. She mm-hmm. is. In that way that, you know how they, they always say like, you know, the owner looks like the dog, mm-hmm. the dog looks like the owner mm-hmm. kind of thing. I feel like her look is always inspired by whatever dog she's ah. working with. So like, I feel like she's making herself sort of in a way look like the dog and also the outfits are matching. I got it. I like this. Oh, yes. I like this. So like her, her yeah. the dog is always like the sidekick character with got her. It. Got it. And the dog goes by whatever the dog's name is. Yeah. Got it. I like it. Alicia Collars and Bubbles. (laughs) Alicia, yes. There we go. Or Alicia Collar and Catherine. Mm -hmm. Catherine. If that's the dog's name. Catherine the Bichon Free. The the St. Charles. Right, exactly. (laughs) Okay, I like this. I like this. I feel like her merch is like dog treats. Like high-end dog cookies. Yes, organic, mm-hmm. certified organic. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And I, is, I'm sorry, I have to veto the idea of using. Who let the, the dogs out? Yeah, we yeah. can't do that. No, no, no. no, no. That's too on. The, that's mm-hmm. too on the nose and like not creative. What's the What's a song from Lady and the Tramp that's not We Are Siamese? Oh, this is the night. I'm just. I'm thinking about like dog theme what movies. A beautiful night. What's a What's a What's a song from Oliver and Company? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Or I feel all dogs like, go to heaven. God, what a God, trauma film so that is. filled with trauma. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Also, the sequel was deeply Oof. trauma. Um, <laughs> Traumatic. Okay. okay, here we go. I think let's walk Scrap away from dog. the idea of dog songs uh-huh. and let's just give her a song. Okay. Or let, like, I feel like whatever it would She's be. She's going to sing In the Arms of an Angel by Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> 
She has to have a joke about that. Uh-huh. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. There she is. There it the is. Saddest everybody. lip sync ever. <laughs> but the dog always gets adopted. <laughs> it gets adopted. <laughs> we love you, Alicia Collar. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so, ladies and gentle thumbs, please welcome to the stage Alicia, Alicia Collar. After we head back up the muddy hill, mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. say it. <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. We made a deal with God. <laughs> it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> um, and we continue heading up and we make our final stream crossing. It's true. Uh, so I think that brings us to four at this point, if I hadn't lost count, but I believe it's four crossings of the stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and we end up being greeted by the footprint of an old building that's basically covered in moss. And there are some wildflowers in bloom here along the river, which is also nice because we really haven't seen color. We've seen a lot of green, but this is like the first sort of color pop that we're seeing here, which was nice. Unfortunately for us, we aren't done with incline quite No, yet. this was we like a big disappointment. We <laughs> had to keep climbing mm-hmm. up. To and, the right. Because now we're starting to feel the curve of the loop mm-hmm. happening. And yes, it does kind of seem like an insult to us at mm-hmm. this point. Brian and Shay are up ahead because Shay is alive. leader of the pack and alive. Mm-hmm. So alive. Mm-hmm. Which Brian said he's going to be so tired later. Yeah. He's going to be so tired and just sleep the rest of the mm-hmm. night. It's warm at this point. It was when we took the break before some of us had de-layered. I remember I'd taken some stuff off because it's like, that's the way to hike, folks. Layer up and then layer down. That's right. Sure. And so now all four of us were fully nude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not on this trail. Mm-mm. Um, that makes it seem like it's some other point. <laughs> and maybe. Um, we get to a much broader section of the trail and things are still a little bit more early spring up here. So it's not as much color pop or green as it was down below. It feels a little bit more like fall up here still or like winter is still hanging on. And a little bit of like a haze. Mm-hmm. Like the color is sort mm-hmm. of like the color of a hazy forest. Mm-hmm. We do pass a power line cut out here. But for the most part, the trail kind of levels off. Yeah. And we finally get some like... Flatness. Flatness. For about a half mile or so. Which I welcomed. Yeah. And it was incredibly quick. Um, this final half mile, we literally are traveling, you know, from this flatness down a ridge line, And it goes incredibly quickly. I'd imagine this decline would be a real pain in the butt as an incline, which is why I don't know why the suggestion is to go this way up. Correct. I remember we even said that while Mm -hmm. we were hiking it. We were on our way down on this decline. We were like, wow, we really went the right way here because this as incline would be not something I would ever want to experience. Yeah, yeah. Toward the end of the section, we do have to uh, sort of loop around to then get next to the road. Yeah. We're still pretty high up, but we can see that the road is there. And the river. And we can see the river. Mm-hmm. So it's we're still dealing with a major descent, but we can sort of see things that are familiar. We make this kind of final grunt in the last third of a mile down to the road. I remember there being some like spidery things happening here because I remember this was talked about. Like we saw some webs and I think this brought up trauma from Congaree. From Congaree. Yeah. Right. Um, Go listen to the Congaree yeah. episode, everybody, if you want to hear about <laughs> trauma. Giant spider mm-hmm. trauma. This is also a section now that we've declined um, and are heading down. We see more wildflowers on this leg, especially as we get much closer to the river. When we finally make it down to the trailhead, we cross the road to get back to the car and we just take a few minutes to just sort of veg in the car. I know that Shay is a little tired now. All of us are a little tired now. And this was two miles, but we were feeling it. Well, I think also because of like all of the emotional um, baggage that we were carrying from making sure the dog was crossing the river okay. However, you know, Brian and Tino and Shay, it's very clear that they're kind of like, they want to head back, you know, and they had told us when we first went on this trip, we're probably not going to do like crazy days like you guys do, but we want to come with you for a lot of your hikes, but we might like dip out here and there. 
Do you know what I love about that? Mm -hmm. Is being able to have that communication. Mm -hmm. There's no expectations, right? Right. And while we do have one car, Brian was like, listen, I will drive you and pick you up Mm -hmm. and like take you wherever you want at any Mm -hmm. point in time. You just let me know. Yeah. Which was the kindest, sweetest, you know. Yes. Couldn't ask for a better friend in that regard. Absolutely. Um, They are going to head back to the cabin at this point. But Dusty and I are like, we're out. Um, and we want to do at least one more hike while we're out today. Brian and Tina are like, great, we'll drop you off. And then we headed toward the Grandview area. Okay, so let's put the Big Branch Trail on the Karen Stone scale. This is what I have to say about it. It is hilarious to me that this was a two-mile loop. Oh, yeah. Because in my memory, and I feel like I have a fairly good gauge for mileage, at least, like, based on, like, exhaustion and based on, right, that felt like a Mm five-mile trail. Totally. And I am shocked to know that it was only a two-mile trail. Like, when I say shocked, I mean shocked. Yeah. I know. To know that that was a two-mile trail. I couldn't believe it either, yeah. I'm going to say, for me, it's a six Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it is. I'm. We're gonna do halvesies. I'm giving it a six and a half. Oh, great! I was gonna say five. But it was. You were gonna say five. And originally, a half. my intent was five, but there was a lot happening on this trail. Um, um, I have to say, even like it was still complicated to cross that yeah, stream. It was, as especially with. I mean, obviously, certainly with Shay, but without regardless, a dog, without yeah. Shay, it was complicated, and like not sort of in a way that was like, oh. It's a stream. I'm afraid to get wet. It was like, no, if we were to have stepped in that water, like my foot's going in at least like a foot deep, at least. And I don't, and I can't see what's under there. So, and there was a current. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there was serious potential for danger. Mm-hmm. Also, the incline was severe. Yeah. And um, it didn't get any easier. No. So six Especially and a half. once we got to the top there too. Oh, yeah. Lies. Yeah, so a 12 and a half out of 20 on our Karen Stone scale. And let's end this episode with some Jeopardy style trivia. All right, let's get started. Great. Why don't you start us off? Okay, so this is called Big Branch Synonyms. Okay. That are also secretly homonyms. Oh. In this category, all of the answers will be a synonym for the word branch. Okay. However, as the clue, I will provide you the definition of this word in its homonym form. Okay. I think I get that. So, for 100, this is another name for an arm or a leg on the human body. What is a limb? Correct. Okay. So, limb is a synonym of branch, and I gave you the definition of the homonym version of limb. Yes. For 200, this means to document something, perhaps in a ledger. Well, I want to say account, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> to document something in a ledger. What is to jot? <laughs> Not jot. I'm going to see what else I can say to help you out here. To document something, perhaps in a ledger, as related to time. Hmm. I don't know. What is log? Oh, what is log? Okay, a log. Yeah, for 300. As a verb... This means to give something an origin. What is to root? Correct. Root is correct. Okay. I thought I was writing a kryptonite category (laughs) for a minute. Okay. For 400. In Britain, this means fashion or style. And as a verb, it can also mean to grasp an understanding of. No lie, this one was tricky for me, too. I don't know if I would have ever gotten this one. What's chooch? Well, what was that? Chooch. Chooch. I don't think so. Um, what is twig? Oh, a twig. Twig. Okay. Yeah. And for 500, this could mean to change from one thing to another, or it was what my grandmother always threatened to get if we didn't behave. What is stick? No. Oh, what is, um, oh, uh, switch. What is a switch? I'm going to go get me a switch. (laughs) That meant like a a stick from outside. Yeah. I didn't even think of the word stick when I was writing this category. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? (laughs) This is what a post-it does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sticks. Great. 
All right. So my category is inspired by the term crisscross. Oh. But crisscross um, is also a singer. On 30 um, Rock? Well, no. He's also a singer. He sings, sailing, take me away. Oh, yes, of course. So this is a category all about Chris's, but it's a rhyme time category with their last name. So you're going to need to give me the last name of the Chris I'm describing plus the word it's rhyming with based off of the clue. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, It's like a little bit of a reach from crisscross, but it gets you there. I got it. It's all about famous Chris's. Okay. For 100. This SNL living in a van down by the river, Chippendale's dancer, and this grain used for food and brewing. What is Farley Barley? Correct. <laughs> this is really satisfying. I love it. Great. Um, for 200. This Captain Von Trapp, who also happens to be a percussionist. Who is, or what is a plumber drummer that's correct <laughs> a christopher, christopher plumber drummer for 300 this svu detectives big heavy hot dog flavored meat i will take your what is <laughs> maloney baloney that's correct <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Wow. Okay, great. That is absolutely I love correct. this. This is my favorite category you've ever written ever. <laughs> great. Just because of that clip. That's it. Mm-hmm. For 400, this Guardian of the Galaxy's apartment in Glasgow. In Glasgow? Glasgow, yeah. Okay. Um, what is a Pratt flat? That's correct. Christopher Pratt. I love and my prop flat and my prop flat, and for five hundred, this Princess Diary two hunks brand of pickling juice. What is pine brine? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was giving us some briny sort of like facial expressions um, in that. uh, Don't worry, darling. Mm -hmm. uh, Press tour. Drama. The drama. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images of this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. That's Gaze, G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Middlesex County, New Jersey. 